0: Means you can travel worry free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So, do you think the fans know how much we truly hate them? Oh, wait, we're live?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is November 4th, 2019, the second night of the nxt invasion of the main roster this time on monday night raw this is the wrestling inc podcast i'm glenn rubenstein joined by matt morgan and raj giri here to talk about everything that happened tonight brock is looking for ray there's going to be a women's triple threat at survivor series the main event tonight adam cole versus seth rollins for the nxt championship all that and so much more to talk about the latest in wwe saudi arabia news uh let's dive right into it matt how was tonight for you compared to friday
0: I liked it. Oh, to, to frighten it. And I, I'm comparing it to raw versus raw, you know, okay. um, versus last week's episode. This was much better. I enjoyed it. I like the infusion of NXT. I like the, uh, stuff with Seth Rollins, as far as nothing he's been doing has been intriguing. And he was even against freaking, uh, the fiend. And I still found him incredibly unintriguing. Yeah. Um, he was just the dude that we wanted to see the fiend beat. Um, now he's in something I, th- I thought was kind of semi-interesting, you know? I think he should go to NXT, you know, the NXT move.
1: I was kind of hoping tonight, I understand they needed a main event, but man, you want to get people to tune into NXT yeah. on Wednesday. Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole is a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, I'm going to be watching. That's
0: going to be the main one.
2: I, yeah. I, I mean, I doubt that's... The WWE roster, they're heading to Europe. They got their European tour. Mm-hmm. Um. So SmackDown and Raw, they're taping on Friday. So I don't know if maybe they, I mean, I guess they could do it and leave Seth off the tour. But the impression I got was this was kind of it for Seth and NXT for now. It was just a one-night angle. Um, because, I mean, he's booked for all the Raw house shows. And he's in the main event. Uh, what, so what, Trip is, why can't he do it? Uh, well, that would mean he's missing uh, Raw next week because they're taping Raw on Friday. NXT is going to
0: continue to show up.
2: I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I guess they could have some talent because they don't use all NXT talent on the NXT show. So they could have some NXT talent fly to the UK and that would get yeah. them on Raw and Smackdown. But uh, as far as Seth appearing on NXT, I don't see that happening, at least no. not this week.
1: Yeah, I'm sure before Survivor Series, we'll get that. Now, this is where it felt like a bit of a replay of Friday is they said, Hey, it worked so well opening up with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman going out there. Let's yeah. do that again tonight.
0: Okay. I thought it was.
1: Uh, yeah. Paul I mean,
0: part is annoying, but Brock running around sh- and bullying people is hilarious because that's shoot Brock. That is shoot Brock Lesnar. When he I, grabbed a guy by his foot yeah. and dragged him out of the car. Uh, dude, I'm serious. This is like how strong he legit is.
1: Well, let, let me ask you. I asked this to Raj <laughs> off the air, Matt. I want to get your take on this. Uh, Rey Mysterio squashed by Samoa Joe. In recent months, squashed by Bobby Lashley. Why after Brock has definitively gotten these wins over Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston, all these other guys, why is Brock like why is uh Rey Mysterio his great white whale well, that he's hunting?
0: Because that 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 happens in life. I mean that literally does happen in life. There's somebody who's got your number. Um, and what I do like about it is as small as Ray is, it has been working in my opinion. I'm never interested in Rey's storylines, ever. Because they don't do him right, I thought, when he came back. They treated him terribly with those losses you just said. Yeah. It puts him in the hunt and puts him in something meaningful. And because he has so many years of legitimate usage and booking and whatever you want to call it, stuff to make me care about him, whatever that is, emotional investment in him, he can go from zero to hero with me. And I'm very accept- accepting of that. Because of the years of him being on top of being a main big star in that company, he could lose 55 times in a row for all I care. Yeah. That next night, I can see him be involved in something important. And I thought they've done a good job with him and Brock because I mean, he's getting up, he's getting over on him. And I think they've done a good job with
2: it. I believe Ray and his promos too now. Yeah, I think this is the best feud in a lot of ways that they've done this year, WWE has. Um, I Very think surprising, at least, right? Most surprising, he, too. He, yeah, I mean the fact that you know he beat up his real life son, maybe outside of the Kofi Kingston WrestleMania chase, but this is something you could really get, right, you know, behind uh, Ray. And I think they've they've done a great job with that. Brock has just done fantastic as this pissed off monster. Ray has been. Um, you know, believable in getting in his offense with the chair, and there was a pipe tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what? I thought the Paul Heyman promo—it's redundant. He does the same thing as far as Brock doesn't do any talking, and Paul does all the talking. But. He was really fired up tonight. I thought Paul was really good as well. He did a good
0: job moving the storylines along as to why they're on Raw, the other stuff going on. Yeah, he did good with that.
2: Yeah, and making it seem like they really wanted Ray. And when Brock was tossing those fools around in the back, I suspended (laughs) my disbelief. I was like, I'm scared for Ray. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, if Brock, you know, legit gets his hands on him if he wanted to, he'd squash him like a bug. But... I almost could see, um, and I was telling Glenn this before, you know, normally I'm always picking Brock, but this is one of those rare times where I could see Ray beating Brock. It, uh, maybe Dominic interferes, maybe Dominic and Kane interfere, but I could see Ray uh, getting the upset victory and, and yep. you know, getting the title off of Brock that way for now. Yep. yep. And it opens up a ton of possibilities. You could go with Drew and Ray or whoever else. Or, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
1: Uh, So, yeah, Heyman further confirming that Brock is on Raw, Mm -hmm. and uh, this is how it's going to be in the build-up to Survivor Series, two weeks from uh, this coming Sunday, so just under three weeks away for Survivor Series 2019. It's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio, and uh, yeah, who knows how that's going to turn out. We had Asuka and Kari Sane versus Charlotte Flair and Natalia. So they were highly putting over the women's match in Saudi Arabia, as they should, highly putting over Natalia. And uh, Matt, for a match that really could have been 100% defensible as a Natalia showcase, were you surprised how long this match went on, given that it was a non title match? I don't
2: care. I loved this finish. Real quick, we, we missed one of the highlights. Oh. Brock Lesnar, uh, f you know, going to the announce table. Oh, that's right. Hitting uh, Leo Madden, like was getting in. They would get, a Dio Madden. Sorry. Um, he was getting in Paul. Uh, Paul Heyman was getting Jerry Lawler's face. Uh, Dio Madden got up to defend him and then got in Lesnar's face. Lesnar fired him through the table. So I thought that was an awesome touch and just yeah. gave that that unpredictability feel to the yes. show yes because it is a hell of a strong show i Probably mean a yeah. strong opening that's great usage of brock it, what you just said the
0: unpredictable moments from mm. him that are so believable yeah they draw you in but with the women's match um uh was it the kabuki was it kabuki warriors
1: yeah yeah and natalia getting asuka in a sharpshooter which i agree matt was fantastic
0: What was fantastic was the entire finishing sequence. These girls worked their tails off from everything from when when Natalia first, towards the end of the match, put on the sharpshooter. And um, what's the younger one's name? Uh, Kari. Kari Singh comes in and delivers a nasty code breaker. But Natalia's bump was so impressive. She did a snap bump while still being in the uh, uh, sharpshooter. That is not easy, my friends. That is a very difficult bump she took. Super athletic bump. Um, And then it just led into, you know, uh, what we call one-ups, where everyone just starts hitting their finish on one another. Bop, 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 like that. And um, from Charlotte hitting the spear on Kari uh, to so on and so forth to where they went into the um, – god dang, sorry, folks. What's the other tag team partner's name? I can't believe I'm just asking that. on Kabuki Warriors. Oscar. Thank you. Holy crap, I'm getting – delirious here um oscar going into her finisher right and her i thought that was going to be the finish of the match as soon as she got into it and in her submission i thought that was going to be the match um and it was a good little swerve i thought getting back into the sharpshooter i, I like this match a lot these girls worked their asses off charlotte's big boot in the corner from the bottom buckle i've never seen that before us big guys are big wrestlers We'll take the buckle. Somebody charges in. We simply put up a boot. They eat it. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte did it from her ass on the ground. Like, dude, that's crazy athletic. That means you got crazy long legs. I wish I had thought of that myself because it's different. I don't know if you caught that. That was pretty cool.
1: I agree the ending was great. Well, and Raj, this, what you were talking about with Dio and uh, with Paul and Brock, that actually happened after this match. Um, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. And I think that's that's part of it. It's the momentum of this. So Matt, I agree with you that ending sequence is great. There were some great spots, but we were a half. An...
0: The champs should have lost, by the way. I don't think that should have happened.
1: No, but Natalia, look, Natalia can't come off that historic match.
2: Don't and... put her in that situation. Yeah.
1: Don't put in they could
2: have her uh, in that situation. Why didn't they beat any other tag team? Yeah, you know what I hated about this match, and and is that. They started it with the Kubuki Warriors already in the ring. I don't think they even announced them. They treated, treated them like, uh, you know, like a jobber tag team, not your women's tag team champions. Yes. And this was a long match. They could have easily, easily yeah, gave the you know gave them an entrance and introduced them as the champion. Even built a little story where backstage where they're yeah. refusing to give Natalia and Charlotte a title shot unless they beat them tonight.
0: It's you one know? minute. That's all they would have needed for their entrance. A minute and a half tops. They could have shaved that off their match.
2: Yeah, and by not doing that, you just kind of put it in people's heads that they're not big stars. You give Charlotte her own entrance. You give Natalia her own entrance, yeah. and you don't give them a. Uh, Get I, I see why they did that. They're both separate stars coming together.
0: Sure. Team, right. team, but I just don't like to tag any champions losing these ma- These non-title matches. It, yeah. yeah. It, that is redundant. That continues to happen in this company. It's so annoying. Why have championship champions at all? They don't mean anything. They suck. They <laughs>
2: lose more matches than they win unless their ch- title's on the line. Exactly. Like if there was a story, like uh, again, if there was a story to this match that if Oscar and Kyrie Sane lost, then then the Charlotte, then Charlotte and Natalya are the number one contenders. Then I could see it. At least it's a story. I'm with you, Matt. I hate when the champions lose, regardless, but. I want to see a
0: tag, uh, Raj. I bet you those, the, the, if we look this up, Raj, fans in the chat room, help us. Maybe, Raj, you can figure this out too, I bet, is on your website. probably has it, I'm guessing, where you check the records of all the TV. Not not house shows. Those won't count. But the TV, SmackDown or Raw shows, the champions, whoever who owns the title, what the records is on TV. I bet you it's
1: huh.
0: 500 or less, I'll, I will bet.
2: <laughs> well, probably and, right and say, if you're not
1: getting an entrance if you're not getting an entrance except, Russia, Brock,
2: except Brock take him out of that He's yeah. well Brock never wrestles on TV anyway other than pay-per-view yeah, yeah, true. except for the one time you beat Kofi. But yeah, I agree. I, you make them look weak from the beginning. I felt like the result was obvious from the beginning when they didn't even get an entrance. Yeah. And then it was a very long match for a match with no stakes. And they didn't they didn't make it seem like a big well, deal that uh Charlotte and Natalia got the victory either. I, I like Asuka's new look. I like what she's doing. Yeah. With the, with the makeup, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Well, no, I think I think Asuka and Kyra are Kyrie are killing it. They're coming off was yeah. it was last week when they they nailed Paige, right? Or was that two weeks yeah. ago? Ooh, last week, so yeah. they, they're coming off that hot angle, and then just hey, they're out here. Ah, I don't know. That really, that really bugged me. Yeah, that's, that's
0: annoying.
1: I, I would guesstimate that uh, we're gonna get at Survivor Series Charlotte and Natalya versus Kari and Asuka, maybe with uh, Tegan and Dakota from NXT, and maybe even Bandy and Sonya from. Smack As a Survivor
0: Series style match? or Yeah, like four-way, because it's
1: a cross-brand with the women's tag, right? So,
0: so a four-way tag team match, you mean?
1: Yeah, four-way yeah. women's tag. I can see that. Seems like it would make sense. Uh, our fans are awesome, by the way. I have to share. Very quick. <laughs> They're very fast. They are know, very fast. Match that's matches. impressive. Remarkably fast. Um, you even, the,
2: even get the logo on there. That's pretty yeah, impressive. That's
1: that. <laughs> Something. Um. So, yeah, I agree. Great match, but... Definitely. When, when I think when the first half hour of the show, I don't know. I, I like when they open with quick, quick things rather than having it. Uh, go. I loved Heyman saying to Lawler that if he dies this time, we're not going to resuscitate you.
2: Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. While they were, while the women were still in the ring, they they came out to con- yeah. Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar came out to confront the announcers.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're talking to us back to Lawler. That's when Dio Madden got into it and went through the announce desk, courtesy of Brock Lesnar. Ray came out, attacked him with a pipe, um, got the better of him. That's where that's where it's believable, right, Matt? Like Ray, Definitely. he's smaller, he's stealthy, he gets to jump on Brock. Yeah, you know, I like yeah. that. That's
2: good. Yeah.
1: Um and then man, this is the one I feel like really got lost in the shuffle. Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander had to follow all of this.
2: A oh, real quick Ray cut a promo after this when oh, they came bro- back from the break, and I thought Ray's promo was fantastic. I thought this was one of Ray's best promos that he's done. Um, he says, you know, he's wants an eye for an eye, and because Brock came after him, you know, Brock came after his son, he's coming after Brock's title. He wants a match at Survivor Series. So there you go. That's going to be the WWE. i'm I'm losing track the wwe championship match at at survivor series
1: yep it'll be good so buddy versus cedric
0: will it quick say what the finish was please
1: uh buddy murphy won with the murphy's law
0: all right this (laughs) i love this match uh what i didn't like is this another example of two guys that need the same push going against each other where one has to lose unfortunately um but I love both of these guys, so I was pretty stoked to see them work each other, and I guess in that regard, in a way. Um, and again, it, this was that match that shows WWE is no longer stuck behind the times as far as work goes in the ring. Do you know what I mean by that? The athleticism and the and, and the originality—I would even say—that they're using something simple as Buddy missing a chop and, and then chopping the damn uh, what do you call it? The uh, um, the ring post on the outside of the ring. Oh, yeah. There's just so many... D- then athleticism personified, though, in this match. Um, I
1: liked it. What was the toughest segment you ever had to follow, Matt, when they said, go out there and have a match, and you were like, really, after that?
0: Let me get back to you. Let me think about that.
1: Because that's why I felt this was at a disadvantage tonight.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I just... I, I, I couldn't get into it. I think part of it, too, you knew Cedric was losing. You know how he's been booked. Uh, so when the when the finish is predictable these guys buster their asses off they're both ultra talented but they've been burying cedric since this aj styles feud uh, i i wish they wouldn't wouldn't be but they have been i would say an aj match or a motor city machine
0: gun match i always hate have to go after them
1: yeah but you know? i mean it's tough right but someone has to you have to do something
0: because none of the shit i'd be doing was halfway as exciting as the cool shit they, that they'd be doing out there right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Speaking of a tough act to follow, uh, Bobby Lashley had a sex injury tonight. We'll talk about that in great detail <laughs> later on the show. But uh, first, if you want to set up your own tough act to follow, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Back when time all the out. Sex time
0: was out. Well, I don't want to throw me you off your flow, but how do you not start this off with guys? Don't you two want a sex injury? Well, here's how.
1: you, no, you got stretched so before, man.
0: And because you're going to be putting in the work and putting in the wood, guess what, folks? Here's your chance to dislocate your you-know-what. You want a sex injury like Bobby Lashley? Here's how you do it.
1: Well, <laughs> let me go even a step further with this is you take the blue chew and then you warm up. I'm talking stretches. I'm talking, I get limber, right? That's how you avoid the sex. Matt, you know this? Back uh, to gym class. What did they say? How do you avoid an injury? Properly stretch beforehand. Yes. That's the key. You can't be too stiff. Or can you? Chew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know this is the stuff that works. This is the science. None of that herbal crap. No, oh, it's like this. No, well, you take It's mushrooms, and it's, it's you know, in uh, ancient Eastern cultures, this supposedly helps. No! This is science. <laughs> Men in lab coats showed up went to work women too they showed up they went to work they wore their lab coat they they put stuff in droppers and beakers and test tubes and they spent years years doing formulas on whiteboards and those weird glass whiteboards uh drawing out equations and formulas and why did they do it to help your junk go that extra mile go that extra step are you really gonna are you gonna let them down by not taking advantage of this With Blue Chew, it's the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know that this is the stuff that works, the stuff that makes it happen. And you could take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you could be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Because you never know. Raj, you're married. Matt, you're married. Guys, some nights you think tonight's night is happening. You say, baby. Tonight, later in night, mark my words, and then, oh, something happens, there's some work, something with the kids, uh, you know, the cats are meowing. uh, There's seven days a week. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we're going to get it in. In fact, tomorrow night, we're going to go twice to make up for not doing it tonight. How do you like that, math? Now, with Blue Chew... That game you talk, oh, you can follow through. Whenever that opportunity, whenever you got that window, you never know how long you got. You'd be like, hey, we got 15 minutes. Let's make it go. And you go, I can't perform on demand with Blue Chew. You are a machine. You chew this. Bam. It's go time. Anytime. And you've heard us be be so awkward and real about this. You don't need to hear it again. We're all in very happy marriages. And I just want to say that Blue Chew, really, that's what deserves the credit here. And I hear about this from satisfied fans of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, people that DM me, people that came up to me at StarCast. Women thanking me for turning their boyfriends, their husbands onto this. It's saving marriages, it's saving relationships, it's taking things to the next level. And, you know, maybe you got problems. Maybe you haven't seen it in a while and you wondered where it went. Bluetooth will help you find it. Now... Maybe it's working okay, but it could be that much better. So if you could benefit from that extra function, that extra confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. You talk that good game, this is going to help your follow through. This is going to give you a better follow through than you've ever had in your entire life. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person's doctor's visit. They're going, hey doc, uh, I'm kind of having some issues, you know, and you're just waiting for them to pick up on it. No, you go to the website, you fill out a form. No in-person's doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Oh, waiting in the pharmacy for this. You gotta go up to the counter, you gotta pay money. It's so weird with Blue Chew all done online. So simple, and they're made in the USA, patriotism, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships it direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy, so you're saving money to boot. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, W-I-N-C. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code W-I-N-C to try it free. BlueChew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And, uh, you know, I was going to say, your lady, your partner will thank you. You're going to thank yourself. You're going to get one of these pouches. Comes with like four or five tablets in there. They do not skimp on uh, the free samples there. Give it a try. Just pay $5 shipping with our special promo code WINC. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast.
0: Very good. Glenn, did you tell them about the contest that you were hosting there? (laughs) The fans? Okay, fans, if you didn't hear this earlier, Glenn is hosting a Twitter competition and contest for Blue Chew where you are being encouraged to send your DPs to Glenn's DMs and prove that you're using Blue Chew. (laughs) Hashtag
2: DPs for Glenn oh boy <laughs> you
1: say that at StarCast one guy thought he was being really hilarious and he was like Man. oh here let me show you something and he like whoops out his phone and I'm just like dude what
0: mm. oh my you god. Know,
1: god as a brand ambassador I suppose if you're a brand ambassador for Weight Watchers people want to come up and show you all the pics when they were heavy here's all the pics with the weight I lost I guess if you're an ambassador for Blue Chew this just comes with the territory wow. that's crazy Yeah, you're spreading joy, and people want to spread that joy back in whatever strange form they think is effective. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, back to Raw tonight. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm in my zone now. Seth Rollins came out, cut a promo. What is next for Seth Rollins? We're asking. He was even talking about how people were so happy to see The Fiend beat him at Crown Jewel after their match at Hell in a Cell. Triple H comes out. Figure figure from Seth's past comes out. Yeah. yeah, we got the NXT chance. He reminds him about his time in NXT. He reminds him how he made him champ, and says, "What's it gonna be now?" Adam Cole comes out. They have this face off, um, and then before you know it, he's joined by Roderick Strong, Fish, and O'Reilly. The Undisputed Era. The NXT chants are going crazy. Gallows and Anderson come out with AJ Styles. People are getting into it. Next thing you know, Dominic Dijakovic, Damian Priest are there. Uh, now the strange part. I mean, if we really want to split hairs, like why were the why was the undisputed era running away from Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins?
0: Hated it. I didn't like them running from AJ.
2: Even I didn't like any of that part.
1: That was a bit much. But I like I like this segment, Raj. What do you think of it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it throws that uh, it throws that angle in there of, of you know Seth going to nxt triple h you know wanting him you know wanting to recruit i feel like raw and smackdown should have been doing this forever as far as trying to you know having a gm i'm sick of the heel gm but just having someone that's trying to recruit talent from the other brand so you make it seem like a real rivalry and you know they're doing this now for survivor series i'm sure it'll be like the previous years where as soon as it's over it'll all be dropped but um i'm sure it will be but i'm you know this does create interest for the wednesday nxt it'll be interesting to see what wednesday's nxt rating is like if it's uh if it's influenced by this i would guess it would be a little bit but is it enough to beat aew um
0: it depends what aew it depends what aew puts out too right
2: yeah yeah and um I mean, AEW's been winning by a big amount every week since it started going head to head. But, uh, you know, if they can really get Seth on NXT, it, it might not happen this week because of the European tour. But if you do it next or the week after, uh, you know, that might be a, a difference maker and you advertise it ahead of time. But I liked it. I, I liked the tease. I liked, I thought Seth's promo before Triple H came out, um, he just, they just can't script for this guy as a babyface. He just, you know, he sounded whiny and, and uh, fans were booing him. But once Triple H came out, I thought this i thought this segment was great. And, you know, I, I agree. The Undisputed Era <laughs> running from Ryder and Hawkins is one thing. But, um, you know, they were outnumbered by that point, by the time AJ and everyone came out. So I, th- I thought it was good.
1: I was actually really excited when I thought it was going to be AJ, Seth, Gallows, and Anderson versus the Undisputed Era four on four. Me
0: too. I thought that was what we were going to say. mm mm-hmm
2: yeah that's what it looked like at first
1: yeah man um so with the exception of the running away part i don't know i think uh them setting up the the main event tonight was fantastic
0: yes yeah there's so much life they inject into the show by having anything with nxt
1: involved yeah highly recommend this if you didn't watch the show tonight go back watch this segment then we had Andrade and Zelina Vega versus Sincara and Carolina, who Sincara teamed with last week. So, what's Carolina's story, Rosh?
2: Well, her name is Cattle. Uh, well, her name is Carolina. Vic Joseph keeps calling her Catalina. Right. Never a good sign. He's sure not rolling the R and trying to be cool. But even then, it'd be Carolina, not <laughs> he's saying Catalina, and that's what they—I mean—that's what they called her the first night she appeared. But what? Um, yeah, did that were coming in in one week. Was that last week? Is it all just been a week? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. last week when she debuted. You
0: predicted that they would have this tag team match in fact.
2: Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and they beat her on her first, you know, in her first match. Of course they did. But that being said, I thought Zelina looked like an absolute star here. Um, she is. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is the third week in a row we've seen a variation of this with Sin Cara and Andrade. I don't think it's really helping Andrade too much, but it, is, it did help Zelina. She she looked like a superstar.
0: What about Sin Cara? Do you think this did anything for him to make him seem semi-relevant again, right?
2: No? No, I don't think so. Did, it, did he to you? I think
0: so that we haven't seen him in forever. So, like, to me, he's the dude I just have been assuming has been wrestling on those shows that I don't see.
2: Yeah, so, he's. I mean, he this is a third week in a row they've done <laughs> Sin Cara getting beat in some form by these guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: it is tough to make. Still has the
2: coolest mask in wrestling, in my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah, love his mask. It's it's funny because uh, on the other hand, I don't want Andrade. I don't think he should be beating Andrade either because yeah. he's the star. So. Move them along. Have them wrestle someone else, and come back to the mixed tag down the road, you know in a couple weeks. Yeah, how come nobody catches this? Like somebody
0: has to be catching this when they have a Drew McIntyre, let's say, wrestling Bobby Lashley. They're both getting the same kind of push they both need at the time, and they have one have to beat the other. Like why put yourselves in this corner to begin with? Why is nobody stepping and go? well, wait a minute here. We're trying to do something a little bit more with Sankari. He just came back. really can't have him lose. Well, you know, Andrade's a stud. He's somebody we really got eyes on to be a major star in this company, so he damn sure can't lose. Hmm. You know what? Maybe it's not such a great idea that they wrestle each other. Let's give Andrade a showcase match for somebody different tonight.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think this is the problem we see whenever they do the brand split is they repeat matches to death. And, you know, we saw variation, again, Humberto Carrillo and AJ later. We just saw a lot of redundant stuff. Uh, um, Film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, they're uh, really running this into the ground with Lana and Bobby Lashley coming out tonight. Rusev in the ring saying, hey, man, you want her, you can have her. That's my message for you, Bob Lashley, which, again, does not sound natural when he says that. Uh, Bobby came out on crutches with his sex injury. Lana was with him, and <laughs> says, "I can't fight you because I done did too much of the sex, sexing up your woman, your wife."
0: Did he, did he say it like that?
1: No, but this this is my uh, paraphrasing of it. Uh, be how, hilarious how he... if he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out, I can't fight you because I done did too much of the sexing.
2: He, um, he was he was mumbling his words a lot here. There were a few things where it
1: wasn't there. Was probably incredibly
2: uncomfortable. Yeah telling oh. her real-life husband that she, yeah. he's been, he's got a sex injury from her. It's got to be awkward.
0: A, this is one of those legit good guys that I tell you guys about like that. When you see them do well, you're like, oh, that's a good guy. You really, you know, you're happy for him. He's one of them. He's one of the good guys. So this makes him incredibly
1: uncomfortable. I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah I don't know, man. Uh, but he says, uh, I can't fight you, but I got Drew McIntyre here to whoop your ass. So um, have at it, guys.
2: And I I think anyone who has watched wrestling for more than two months saw this coming that Lashley wasn't really injured. Ta da. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure it would by it.
1: What's the end game on this? Okay. I mean, so.
0: I don't think they know. I'll be very frank. I don't think they know.
2: It's, you know what?
0: What do you do with Lana? (laughs) Seriously, what do you do? Does he go back to her? He's a punk if he does. Right, you
2: know, you know Ry, Ryback was talking on his podcast. He, he keeps in touch. <laughs> he keeps in touch with Rusev, uh, and Rusev is currently in contract negotiations with WWE. And I I think it's a good point. I think Ryback, he he was saying that he he thinks that this story is going to go depending on the way that Rusev's contract ne- negotiations go. So if he resigns, it'll probably end up with him coming out on top. Maybe getting Lana back. Who knows? Uh, if he doesn't resign, he'll probably be humiliated at the end. Yeah get her back at this point he will look like a punk are you kidding
0: me my wife did this to me game over yeah like seriously and on national television we got i mean let's i know we got to really suspend our disbelief because it's a ridiculous storyline but let's all pretend and put our suspension of disbelief hats on together collectively and let's try this what would you guys do at home watching the show right now if that was you know your wife being in your This is what's happening. She's sleeping with another man on national television, flaunting it in your face, helping this guy kick your ass, by the way, physically. If you go back to her, you are the world's biggest punk.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could do it where, uh, you know, Rusev beats Lashley and then Lana's begging to get back together with him. He doesn't. And then down the the road, you just, you know, after people have forgotten about it.
1: And there's the answer. Rusev now needs to seduce all three of Bobby Lashley's sisters.
2: I was hoping we, I was hoping that would never get brought up again.
1: <laughs> um. So Bobby was faking. He attacked Rusev during this match. Then Ricochet came out to make the save.
2: So it ended in a DQ tonight. You basically had two matches featuring, you know. I don't know. I, I would say that that meant something. The Kabuki Warriors—they never said the winner gets a title shot or anything. So this match, the main event, both ended in a DQ. So I thought that was pretty pretty weak.
1: So I think this was the high point tonight. Was uh, what's that?
2: She sure as hell
0: couldn't lose.
1: Yeah, that's I mean there was no way other way to end it, right? Yeah,
0: so put it there with someone that can. I mean you got a ton of guys need to hire, in the need to hire me just to perform that one job, WWE. I step <laughs> in and say, Well wait a minute, we're getting one of these we're getting one of these guys we'll get both of these guys over right now. They can't work each other, and put somebody else in. Here.
2: Hey, they like, they like beating Humberto Carrillo. Just have him keep losing matches throughout the show. Matt, Matt if you
1: said, <laughs> I'm going to come back, and I want you just to just have me be the enhancement talent that all these young guys get to go over on, but your promos, you'd be like, I think I'm going to win this one. You would get massively over. I'm seven feet
0: tall. It would never be believable. People don't sympathy for a seven-foot person.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, So I thought this was the high point tonight. Becky Lynch interviewed <clears throat> backstage. Talking about how Survivor Series is going to be NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler versus SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey versus Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch for a triple threat match at Mm -hmm. Survivor Series. Uh, Becky confronted by Shayna Baszler. I like that. Shayna was good tonight. I know for we've given her a hard time on this podcast. I thought she was great.
2: She was. She was good tonight, actually. I don't know, man. I just. I just, it just looked like a world apart be- with Becky and Shana here for me. I, so I, well, I don't know why, Raj. I thought the same thing, actually, but I thought she had a better, she
0: did better tonight than she did, Shana. But what you're talking about is, I, I did feel that too. My wife said the same thing, actually, ironically. And it's, we have so much built up, uh, what's the word? Uh, stock um in becky being this stud of studs as far as we're concerned to me she's like the best superstar on the either roster for the most part i would say more times than not right and, mm-hmm. and so there's her then there's Shayna Baszler coming up from NXT.
2: you know what i mean she's like eons
0: ahead of her in every category possible
2: yeah, Shayna just seemed rehearsed and was trying to, you know, was trying. Becky was natural and, you know, again, just came across as a much bigger star. And I really enjoy Shayna in NXT. I, I, I think she has improved greatly. I think she's, uh, you know, busted her ass. But uh, I just I just felt like there was a, a huge gap.
1: I liked her line, you beat Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. I am not Ronda Rousey.
2: Although it really has me
1: wondering if to protect all the women, if Rhonda makes her surprise return at Survivor Series, and that's how you get out of this with none of the women having to lose.
2: He could beat Bailey
1: could, but but ba- this heel turn, Matt, do you think that's too soon? Bailey had this heel turn now, she's going to be in arguably the biggest match she's had in ages, and if she eats the pin
0: As this new heel, you mean? Yeah. I don't. Hmm. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It seems like she'd have to be the one,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. It's not like Bailey's setting the world on fire. I I felt like they they waited uh, too long on uh, from when she turned heel to actually acting yeah. like a heel. Uh, they lost a ton of steam and
1: uh,
2: yeah. make Bailey look like a jobber champion. I, I I wouldn't say a jobber champion, but she's. Yeah, she's just not it it just hasn't been that effective. So I I totally see Bailey taking the pin. Who do you yeah. think wins? Becky.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Man, I feel like it's that's why I think not having a winner or a loser makes the most sense cuz you have a chance to solidify Shayna a bit more. I don't know. I I couldn't book this if I had. To. Having Shayna win though. Shayna okay. win would be humongous for her obviously.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, you have to have some NXT stars win on this show, um, otherwise it buries the brand. So, where are you do it? I don't think you do it here. Becky's their top star. She's she's. I, I feel like she has really re-energized her character since this stuff with yeah, Seth yeah. this past summer. Yeah.
1: I agree. Um. So after that promo, we had the OC versus the Street Profits and Humberto Carrillo. And uh, I said this on Twitter. I just I just need to show the tweet. Humberto out there in his cape next to the street prophets, um, and mm-hmm. in that cape, Humberto looked like a child that the street prophets met while trick or treating on Halloween. <laughs> he looked like a little kid.
0: Yeah, he looked like a PJ mask. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty bad. Um, what
1: I mean, what, what are they doing with this guy? What it's are they? they...
0: That. He needs to get rid of that freaking cape.
2: They had him cut a promo on the ramp that just misfired the Street Profits. Montez Ford is charismatic as hell. Uh, Angelo Dawkins, I feel like, has stepped it up. But I, I thought Dawkins wasn't his promo. just Yeah, it, it was just like a fart in church. Uh, the crowd just died. Yeah, someone's pointing out in the chat. This is where the crowd died. I agree. Like They didn't care uh, for Humberto Carrillo and the Street Profits. I think those promos took him out of this match. And they didn't hate him enough to cheer for the OC. So it was just quiet.
1: He's so good, though. I mean, he's good. And he was given these matches where he had a chance to show his stuff, but not winning. This is where... It hurts him. It does. The fans
0: would have had a chance of cheering if they'd seen two wins by this guy against AJ.
2: Yeah, he's already lost... Heading into this match, he's lost his three main roster matches. You know, Between twice on Raw and then at Super... Crown Jewel. And then... Not only does he lose here tonight, but he takes the pin.
1: <laughs> he teams with the Street Profits who are super over and new talent still, and they're losing to the OC, all three of them.
2: Yep. So, yeah. I mean, he uh,
0: oh. has legitimacy to the OC, though, too. I don't
2: know. And shouldn't the OC, like, they had AJ Styles cut a promo before the match. I thought AJ was great. I think as a heel with the OC, he is so good on the mic right now. But I think they should let the OC, you know, uh, let Gallus and Anderson talk too. And they yeah. should be building up that they just won this, you know, that best in the world tag team tournament. Yes. It was like such an afterthought on the show. And they just, you know, mm-hmm. they just won it the other night. Yeah, you're right.
1: I don't know, man. A very strange booking decision for some very over uh, young talents that I think are being hampered greatly. By the way, they're being booked.
2: Uh, the, well, the street, the street profits are over. Um, Humberto hasn't been, and they keep making it worse.
1: His ring work was those first two matches when he was doing those uh, twisty backwards jumps off the, uh, you know, off the turnbuckle. Like he was getting great uh, reactions from the crowd. His move set is unique. I don't know. Because he's
0: new, and he is exciting, and he is athletic. Problem is, none of that matters if we know he's going to lose. Why would I waste my energy cheering? I wouldn't as a fan. For what? It's a pretend cheer I'm going to give him to pretend he hears my cheer and gets energy from my cheer (laughs) and mounts this triumphant comeback to (laughs) then lose. No, I'm good. I'm just going to sit here on my hands for a minute and wish for this damn crap to be over.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they're going to say, like, oh, but we protected him because AJ had to use his feet on the ropes, but no. <laughs> Good. Matt, that is Matt, about.
1: how come you never did meta-level shit like this in the ring? I'm going to go out there, and you guys are going to boo me. like, ooh, <laughs> big scary guy, and I'm going to act really angry. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> like, dude, this. This is a gimmick. This is a gimmick everyone could get behind. <laughs> yeah, Just saying. Um... After that, the anyway,
2: Humberto's going to be in a Cedric uh, Alexander territory. And like, he's two already nights. there, I think he's Andrew's lost three in there. a row, right? He's, he's, yeah, he's there. I, I keep thinking they're going to give him a win over AJ, and then it's too late. I think they, they probably will on TV, and then AJ ends it, kind of do the same Cedric thing. Dude, and then when you're
0: out there with the Street Profits, who are crazy over, I think they're over.
2: Yeah. Um, I honestly
0: feel I hate saying this about Humberto because I blame him. I blame him for them not getting the reaction they normally get because Mm -hmm. they've seen this guy lose twice and now the third time. I I think he's already there. I I can see it.
1: This is where – I mean, okay, so with the Viking Raiders, they're giving the Viking Raiders these squash matches. It's like – why doesn't Ricochet get to go out there and just put on a clinic against some I, enhancement talent? Why isn't Humberto doing this? I do not know. I don't have an answer for that. It's
2: Why crazy. is Kevin Owens not on this show? You know? like uh, He's he, he's totally forgotten since this brand split.
1: He's out walking his dogs
0: on Twitter tonight. They'll have something for Kevin. He's not just being benched or something because he sucks or they don't think he's good or whatnot. They'll have something for
2: him. I hope so. Yeah. I thought it, before it was because he was, he, you know, he's one of the talents that refused to go to super uh, oh, yeah. crown, crown jewel. Um, but they can't do that anymore. And now they're, yeah, now they're yeah. done. They, can,
0: uh, they, can't, they can't do that no more with social justice warriors out there. You can't do stuff like that no more. You can't bench somebody because they made a, you know, something that they're affected by and they're standing up for. They, that they, they, they'll eat a shit sandwich PR wise.
1: Well, I don't know what's uh, going on with uh, Jordan Miles and his cryptic tweets lately, making it seem like he's been let go. I
2: don't, think, I don't oh. think he's been let go yet. There's no way they can let him go.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about uh, more about Crown Jewel and the fallout there. But the Viking Raiders against the East Hampton Polo Boys. So there they were on <laughs> Long Island tonight. Uh, the Viking Raiders wrestling two MJF clones and squashing them in short order.
2: I know they're trying to give these the the job guys personality or or whatever trying to get them some heat from the crowd but I think by making them look like jokes like absolute jokes it, it takes away the effectiveness of the squash the whole point of the squash is to look dominant against other guys but to have them just beat up guys that look like clowns it, it I felt like it did nothing and I felt like there was no crowd heat the crowd was dead no one cared about the Viking Raiders wrestling these two guys No. Um, Defeated the purpose they thought they were going to get from it. You know,
0: the creative yeah. thought they'd get some juice from it by saying, well, say they just enhancement towels and jobbers. We're going to give them some right. sort of character. Right. Uh, you know, we're going to have some character. You know, no. Yeah. No. They look like two jobbers weren't bad stuff.
2: Yeah, they were dressed like the Mean Street posse and they were called the East Hampton Polo Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isn't that such so heat? No, it's not. No. And the crowd was dead. Like last week, they did what? The Chicago Cubs? Yeah, anyway I, I just thought it, it, it yeah, to your point Matt I thought it had the opposite effect of what they wanted
1: <clears throat> yeah it's uh are the Viking Raiders over
0: I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that I
2: feel like uh, one out of four weeks
0: <laughs> because I don't think they are but then the next show they'll get freaking pops like good one like pretty decent sized ones. I'm like, what the f- Why are people cheering for them?
1: I don't get yeah. it. Maybe it's a regional thing. Who knows? Uh, MJF tweeted, All I know is I went to sleepaway camp with one of the East Hampton polo boys, and I hope he's okay.
2: <laughs> they uh,
1: I went to sleepaway camp with one of the East Hampton polo boys, and I hope he's okay. <laughs> so,
2: so, yeah. Yeah. AJF's so they, watching Raw. They are kind of dressed like MJF. Yes.
1: Mm. Um, well, it makes sense because he's Long Island, they were in Long Island tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the NXT title match, the main event Seth Rollins versus Adam. Real, Cora. real quick,
2: they also did announce at the Survivor Series okay. it's going to be the Viking Raiders versus the Undisputed Era versus the Revival. So, Raw the Tag one. Team Champs versus NXT Tag two, Team Champs versus SmackDown.
0: Two of those three
2: are very intriguing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> one doesn't deserve to even go get their damn water for them. <laughs> I'm being serious as far as entertainment goes, I I, I they
2: Yeah, I thought I mean I, I like the Viking Raiders. I I but I agree with you. They're the promo that they cut before the match were okay. you know survival.
0: They're spooky. Yeah. It's they're in the boring. wrong generation. The eighties call they want their stick back. It's so corny.
2: It's not even late eighties, it's like early, it's the nineties uh new generation when you have It's hard car, what do you mean? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's 90s bazooka was in 80s no that was 90s
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> freaking sweet corn uh, horn hat that's so stupid what
1: what did happen to the ascension raj meltdown one
0: forty two yeah oh
1: someone wants to know matt did you watch ufc 244 yes there you have it uh, main event tonight: Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And wouldn't yeah, you know really it?
0: Okay, quick, really quick. Yeah. back to the UFC. Do you think Rock Dwayne Johnson is nervous because Nate Diaz said he he can get it? In his <laughs> <first fight conference?
2: laughs> no, if you did you did you see it the yeah. press conference where Nate Diaz said it is clear that you could tell he's a Rock fan because he was even kind of like joking like saying, uh, mm-hmm. "I yes. like the Rock." <laughs> I can understand some of his words. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That poor
0: kid, it's allowing that poor kid to fight. How does nobody see it? He's taking some serious damage, man. He can't
2: put coherent sentences together. He's not always he, not that he ever could. I was going to say, yeah. Back when I read my MMA set, I'd, I've, I've interviewed Nate Diaz a bunch of times, and uh, transcribing what was said was always oh, difficult. yeah I don't think The Rock
0: was worried.
2: No, no. The Rock looked like a just – what a superstar he looked like out there when he came out, and the place was popping and going nuts. It was awesome. Uh, it was awesome.
1: So Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And wouldn't you know it, no winner because uh, NXT invaded, mm-hmm. Undisputed Era interfered, mm-hmm. everybody came out of the lo- – Actually, it didn't seem like everyone came out of the locker room. It seemed like a pretty empty locker room tonight, given the talent that came out.
2: Yeah. He has – yeah, like Rowan, Ricochet, it's just some Arch random Root. guys. Archer, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I know people, they really want to like everything with NXT, and, I, and that's great. But as far as invasion angles, this is not the NWO. <laughs> what?
1: And they're all wearing with, black t-shirts. Like, where's be, the red Raw shirts to where I can tell who's who, right? It just looked like a cluster F of guys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You got to have these guys beat down some top guys if you want, you know, if you want to make it seem like a real invasion, not have Hawkins and Ryder out there, you, you know. And there's no disrespect to them, it's how they've been booked. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the crowd the crowd, I was surprised how dead the crowd was during this match. So yeah. it was uh it was a quiet crowd. I think they and I don't think it's uh because of Cole or Rollins. I think their crowd was just bored by this point after the viking raiders and humberto getting beaten again um anyway
1: it was i tonight was good but it was like a less exciting version of friday like friday was so so yeah. much energy
0: I, I liked the NXT stuff tonight i really did
1: yeah, yeah. but it seems like even as we're talking about like there were long stretches where there were none of that girls match was yeah f- phenomenal well we'll see what happens wednesday night uh Raj, is everybody home from Saudi Arabia?
2: Everyone's home. Yeah, it's um, yeah, such a weird story. Uh, l- let's get to that. I one. Might as well get to that first. Um, so, the biggest
1: story in all of wrestling.
2: It is the biggest story on all of wrestling. So, um, yeah, last you know Thursday after Crown Jewel, Ben McMan left on his you know on his charter flight uh, or on his private jet with you know his inner circle. couple hours later wwe talent were scheduled to go um they were on the plane for like six hours they were told that there were some mechanical issues um and then finally uh, you know they were taken to a hotel they stayed overnight so basically 24 hours later before they got out of the country so um you know wwe has a you know this billion dollar deal with saudi arabia so it's very odd that they couldn't get another chartered flight. Um, another weird thing was that WWE sent out a a statement saying that some talent tried to charter their own flight and get out. And like, basically they took the initiative to try to get their own flight, but that didn't end up working out either. But basically it seems like that part was true because all these talent were upset. Um, guys like, uh, uh, Curtis Axel, um, uh, Carl Anderson, uh, several others, and they were using hashtag uh, not top twenty or bottom twenty. Do, do you remember what what it was, Glenn? <laughs>
1: no, but but the idea that yeah, twenty of the top talents left around the time Vince did.
2: Huh, yeah. Yeah, trying to get out, and you know they were making comments about not having the money to charter their own flight, and and that doesn't make Ooh, them they lazy.
0: Know, to charter their own flight? And
2: that's what they're saying. There, they I think they were really pissed off that WWE sent out this statement to make it seem like like they were lazy, um, or you know, like unmotivated and not wanting to get out.
0: What do you explain that then them better? Because I didn't see it. Explain yeah, why that. that makes them look lazy for not chartering their own flight. <laughs>
2: Uh, because well the way the statement was worded is that these uh, these t- other 20 talents or whatever uh, were, were trying to make it were trying to find a way to get back to the US so they could get to Smackdown and be a part of the show right that's it like so these talents cared enough about Smackdown to try uh, to get their to get their own way back okay. um, the state I'll, I'll just read the actual statement yeah, right nice. so the statement was, More than 175 superstars, production crew and employees boarded a 747 charter flight back to the United States on Thursday. After the door closed due to several aircraft problems, including mechanical issues, all passengers sat on the tarmac for more than six hours. With SmackDown emanating live from Buffalo, New York, several superstars felt so strongly that they arranged for their own separate charter in order to make it back to the U.S. for the show. Due to unforeseen issues, that charter did not land until after the live broadcast on Fox. The remainder of WWE superstars, staff, and crew departed on a charter set to depart Saudi Arabia on Friday. Uh, Curtis Axel, he tweeted, Not the top 20. I'm number one at home. We don't leave each other behind. Luke Harper wrote, Larry, I'm home. I guess I didn't want enough to pay for my own charter, but I'm home now. And Carl Anderson saying, looking forward to see who the locker room leader is on Monday. So people upset. Um, Tyson Kidd had, had a strong one. Let me find that one real quick. He he wrote. Um, da, 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 da. All right. I, I, he might have deleted. Oh, no. I anyway. think people did delete their tweets. Yeah uh it looks like he deleted it but anyway so a lot of people not happy um and a lot of people thinking that something else was up uh, hugo how do you say sagavanovich savanovich former wwe spanish commentator uh who had unfortunately uh tragically lost his wife last week and so after that happened a bunch of people were calling him offering their condolences one of them was a wwe executive. So he was talking to him about the Saudi Arabia deal. The executive told Hugo uh, that what happened was that Vince McMahon was owed money from the Saudi Arabian government. And he pulled the live feed for Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. And then when so Crown Jewel actually was an hour delayed in Saudi Arabia. It didn't have have an hour. Wait, what do you mean? It, it, when it was supposed to air it didn't air then it, it aired at like almost an hour later uh-huh. so, so it, it didn't start on time and so according to Hugo Crown Prince found out about that and pulled his power play of basically keeping the WWF talent hostage WWF for a day talent. what? WWF talent what do you mean?
1: you said WWF oh I did <laughs> Well, <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> here's my question: If that was the case, why would they not just do it to Vince? He knows when Vince is leaving. Is Vince
1: hightailed it prince? out of there. Yeah, he hightailed hey, it. His...
0: You don't think that the Prince could have wouldn't have known that Vince McMahon
2: is chartering his flight out of there? Well, I don't think he knew that they had, he had pulled caused the the show to get delayed. There was a, wouldn't he? Uh, well, I don't think you know the WWE is the biggest. You know that's. It's a big deal there, but I don't think he's, you know, he's got other stuff going on. So he probably wasn't told about it till later. Well, again, I don't even know if that's exactly what happened because Vince had sent the payment. So on last week's investors call, uh, they noted, and this happened right before Crown Jewel that morning. They said that they had received a $60 million payment, uh, basically, that they were owed between September 30th and that call. So... Obviously, that's a payment from Saudi Arabia for a Super Showdown that that took place in, in I, I believe it was July. It was June or July. Um, so, on the one hand, it doesn't make sense that Vince would pull the feed if they had received the payment, unless he was still owed money. So anyway, it was a big mess, um, and a lot of talent felt like they were used as pawns in this, you know, this tussle between vince and the crown prince i'll be honest i think this is a super boring story if i'm being really this is like the most uh talked about you guys that i heard
0: i know yeah i I think it's fascinating
1: imagine when you're one of the wrestlers that wasn't i mean you're probably gonna drive it it
0: would suck but i've been on tons of flights that were delayed multiple days i got stuck in freaking austria for three days
1: Uh, i think uh... austria it's, I mean, was was this, uh, it was, how was it described? They were taken care of, but some people described it as maybe feeling like a hostile environment that they couldn't leave.
2: Yeah. So WWE has they've issued uh, statements they deny it completely. They said that the the show airing later was a technical issue. It had nothing to do with any late payments. And they said that the, they insist that the flight was all a uh, due to mechanical issues. The airline issued a statement saying Atlas Air s- issued a statement saying that they apologized uh, for the mechanical issues. Uh, WWE is apparently trying to get talent to record videos saying that <laughs> it was due to mechanical issues, which that part is really strange. That is strange. I agree. And uh, and then today, on top of all that, WWE and Saudi Arabia announced that they have expanded their partnership through, uh, through 2027, 20, which is actually when it ended anyway. But that they're going to do two shows a year for sure before it was one guaranteed. And maybe one more, right. now it's two shows sure it for sure. Screw, screw it. You're talking so much about it. Now I have no choice. How is nobody calling
0: this company out for this? I don't understand it. How is this accepted that they're wrestling, they're sending their superstars, and they're allowing this regime to look like they're trying to westernize their country mm-hmm. when I would argue otherwise. And so would many others. This is a complete sham. Yeah i mean there has been a ton of backlash this week so why aren't they listening to it i get to get paid a ton of money but i'm very disappointed in them. i'm sorry i am i've done my best not to say anything about it but you guys are talking about
1: it well we've had talent buddy murphy and others tweeting never again they're not going back there they're not dealing with this again um i mean you know Meltzer, when he first broke this story, made it sound a lot more nefarious than it is, but I think that's the thing. I mean, look at what just happened with Deadspin. I don't know if you're following that story map, but it's like there are sites that talk about the politics and talk about the business elements and yeah. take the WWE and hold them accountable, and they're the ones that are shutting down, for the most part.
2: Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, is Deadspin shutting down?
1: Dead, uh, everyone quit. Because all the writers got told, uh, stick to sports.
0: Stick to sports because that is what they're supposed to be writing about. Though, to yeah. be fair, you know, but but all their know, best
1: stories, all their most trafficked, best journalism they're doing. True, you know, lots um, of journalism,
0: yeah. lots of journalism. Ming, ming.
1: Yes, uh,
0: Ben Shapiro reference. You wouldn't know anything about
1: that client. I know who Ben Shapiro is. I have He's clients that advertise on this podcast. Um. But look at what happened uh, today with uh, the stock. The WWE stock right now is, like, just over $50.
2: Yeah. Not good. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with this. It's been falling since the earnings report last Thursday. Um, The stock is down. Gosh, I I want to say. Let let me double check that. But the stock is down a ton. Um, Here, let me it up uh, earlier as of earlier today it was 19 percent, so i think it's even more than that so in just a few days it's just dropped a ton
1: yeah so we'll see um they're gonna keep doing shows in saudi arabia did saudi arabia are they all paid up are they square on their deal we don't know we don't know well there you but, go uh smackdown ratings
2: yeah That's the last thing life. yeah the last thing smackdown ratings were actually up this week uh, i think after last week's scary number on FS1, I think a lot of people expected to be down, at least some this week. But, it, I mean, not, not, not down from FS1, but down from Fox two weeks ago. Uh, uh, so, yeah, last week only did 888,000. This week did 2.52 million viewers. And so it actually beat the SmackDown on Fox number from two weeks ago, um, which was 2.418. So SmackDown's up. Uh, the first hour started big. Second hour fell. Um, so it wasn't necessarily the NXT stuff. It was probably Brock in the first hour, probably some curiosity about Bray winning the title and crown jewel, but they didn't lose that many uh, viewers from hour one to hour two.
1: How was Bray not in the top 20 talents they got out of there? He might've been. Well, because the show, maybe that's, because he was, well, I don't know, he wasn't at SmackDown, but Brock was. But Brock left on his own plane. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hogan Brock had his own chart flight, Hogan, Flair. They all, all had their own flights. Gotcha, gotcha. So I would guess Roman, Bray, you know, they were a big part of SmackDown. So I would guess they were two of those right. talents.
1: Well, there you have it. Wednesday night, we're going to be back here to talk about AEW versus NXT. Will Raw and SmackDown retaliate? This could be the week. NXT could go over AEW this week. We'll see. Matt Morgan, you've got nothing to plug. At BP Matt Morgan. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, on Instagram, he's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.